I'm Samantha Sherris. I'm Virginia Allen. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Tuesday, December 20th. Here are today's headlines. Conservative lawmakers are rallying against Democrat-led efforts to pass funding for the government for the fiscal year that began on October 1st. The text of the omnibus spending package was released in the early hours of Tuesday morning. Oklahoma Senator Mike Braun told the Daily Signal earlier today that his staff is pouring through the roughly 4,100-page omnibus bill that he said is filled with earmarks again. He also told the Daily Signal, I'm an appropriator, and I can't think of one conversation that we've had jointly among appropriators about what this end product was going to be. Braun, along with Republican Senators Rick Scott of Florida, Rand Paul of Kentucky, Mike Lee of Utah, and Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, held a press conference on Tuesday. During the press conference, Scott said, If we care about Americans, we've got to start acting responsibly. Giving us a bill at 1.28 in the morning that's over 4,000 pages that nobody will have the opportunity to read, that will have no idea what's in it, is not the way to run your personal life, your business life, or your government. This has to stop. A group of House conservatives are promising to oppose and stymie the legislative priorities of any Republican senator who votes in favor of the $1.7 trillion omnibus spending bill this week, our colleague Rob Bluey reported earlier today. The warning shot delivered via a letter from 13 conservatives Monday night comes amid rising tensions between Republicans in the House and the Senate. In just two weeks, Republicans will control the U.S. House of Representatives. Yet, passage of the spending bill would severely curtail their efforts to conduct meaningful oversight and hold the Biden administration accountable. The lawmakers wrote, Senate Republicans have the 41 votes necessary to stop this and should do so now and show the Americans who elected you that they weren't wrong in doing so. OMB Director Shalander Young said, As with any compromise, neither side got everything it wanted, but this legislation is good for our economy, our competitiveness, and our country, and I urge Congress to send it to the president's desk without delay. And as Senator Braun mentioned, there are a number of earmarks in this omnibus bill. Here are some, according to a tweet thread from the Heritage Foundation. $1.2 million for, quote, LGBTQIA plus pride centers. $1.2 million for services for DACA recipients, a.k.a. helping illegal aliens with taxpayer funds at San Diego Community College. $477,000 for the Equity Institute in Rhode Island to indoctrinate teachers with anti-racism virtual labs. Some other earmarks include $1 million for Zora's House in Ohio, a co-working and community space for women and gender-expansive people of color, $3 million for the American LGBTQ Plus Museum in New York City, and $3.6 million for a Michelle Obama trail in Georgia. There are even more, and we'll be sure to include a link to the Twitter thread in our show notes today. Congress has until Friday at midnight to pass the funding. We will keep you all up to date as the debate continues. The Supreme Court on Monday halted the expiration of a Trump-era COVID-19 policy that has allowed Border Patrol to quickly expel illegal aliens from America. 
our colleague, Virginia Allen, who is co-hosting the podcast, reports. The policy, known as Title 42, was set to expire Wednesday. On November 15th, a United States District Court ordered that the policy be repealed by December 21st, but the Supreme Court has placed a stay on that order. Customs and Border Protection agents can continue using their authority under Title 42 to turn asylum seekers away at the border until the court issues a further ruling clarifying the law. Republicans and Democrats have both expressed concerns over the expiration of Title 42 leading up to the Supreme Court's Monday decision. El Paso, Texas, Mayor Oscar Leeser, a Democrat, declared a state of emergency over the weekend, explaining the city may not have the resources to handle a surge of illegal aliens crossing the border. Republican Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio wrote on Twitter Monday that Title 42 is the last line of defense to combat rampant illegal immigration. And what are Democrats in the House doing today to stop it from ending? Nothing. Customs and Border Protection reports over 2 million encounters with illegal aliens at the border in the fiscal year 2022, which ended September 30th. In October, Border Patrol encountered over 230,000 illegal aliens at the southern border, an increase of more than 65,000 from last October. Border Patrol has yet to release the number of encounters for November. Conservative leaders at 11 different national and state organizations sent a letter to South Dakota Republican Governor Kristi Noem. The letter commends Noem for terminating a state health department contract with a transgender activist group. That's according to reporting by our colleague Tyler O'Neill. The group is also urging Noem to forcefully condemn the gender ideology at the center of an upcoming summit in her state and launch an investigation into state funds to promote controversial transgender medical interventions. The Daily Signal received exclusive access to the letter that these conservative leaders sent to Nome on Tuesday. The letter reads, We call on you to take action as governor of South Dakota and set an example to others to stop this pernicious trend deceiving our youth today. Telling kids they may be born in the wrong body is a self-destructive prophecy that is inflicting countless wounds on youth today. The letter zeroes in on the third annual Midwest Gender Identity Summit, which will take place on January 13th at the Sanford Research Center in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Sanford Health, the host of the event, claims to be the largest rural health system in the United States. It serves more than 1 million patients and 220,000 health plan members across 250,000 square miles. It operates 47 medical centers, and employs 2,800 physicians. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't had the chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to be sitting down with the former commissioner for Customs and Border Protection, Mark Morgan, to discuss the Biden administration's failure to secure the border and what to expect with the expiration of Title 42. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a great night. and We'll be back with you all tomorrow morning.
The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen, Samantha Asheris, and Jillian Richards. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.